Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. And today on episode 293, I want to share three big lessons that 2020 taught me. As the year comes to finally an end, I've been really thinking about the lessons learned this year about myself, about business, and about what's most important. Before we can properly move on and just turn the page to a new year, I, for one, need a little closure. So today, let's take a few minutes to take stock of what we learned this year. And I would love to hear what 2020 taught you in the comments section at our corresponding blog post today at bossedup.org slash episode 293, uh, or on social media. Tag me at Emily Aries or at bossedup.org to weigh in and really take account of what you've learned in this unforgettable year. Lesson one for me is preparation is great, but agility matters more. I feel like I've learned so much over the past few years, truly, about taking charge of my life, my career, and my finances. Back when I started Bossed Up in 2013, I had hardly any savings to speak of and was still working my way out of six grand. I had just actually recently worked my way out of six grand in credit card debt that I lovingly refer to as my breakup debt. (laughs) Pro tip, if you haven't already, start saving for your own fuck off fund because leaving a job or a relationship, as it turns out, can be expensive. So I know what it feels like to live paycheck to paycheck, which had been my reality since childhood until very recently. And after struggling through some really big life transitions in my early 20s, in part because of my precarious financial situation, I knew that if I could help it, I never wanted to feel that powerless again. So over the past seven years, through launching Bossed Up in particular, I was really focused on preparation. Like what can I do and what can women in general do to cover our own butts, right? To take charge of what we can control and to put myself in the best possible position to weather whatever next storm was coming up ahead. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm exceedingly grateful for how all of that preparation paid off for me uh, in this very tumultuous and unpredictable year. But 2020 humbled me and my anxiety-driven preparation approach. This global pandemic, frankly, reminded me of how small I am in the grand scheme of things, of how small any one of us is. Like, who the hell do I think I am and my little budget that I'm clinging to for preparation survival uh, or my self-advocacy skills as compared to a global health crisis and resulting economic collapse. Sure, you know, we can budget, we can save, we can follow all the rules, we can negotiate, we can try our best to check all the boxes, but 
at the end of the day, there is so much that we as individuals have little to no control over. And this year really reminded me of that. This year taught me to pair my drive for preparation with a healthy dose of radical acceptance. I will never be able to see what's coming next entirely. So instead of trying to plan and predict and control and command, what would it look like to focus on agility instead? Here's what I found myself telling myself and my team quite often this year. It's not your job to predict it all. It's your job to stay ready for anything. Similar but different, right? Not to predict and command and control and preempt, but to stay ready, to stay ready for anything. It's your job to keep a level head when shit hits the fan, to be prepared for your predictions to be wrong. Stay on your toes, awake, alert, and ready. I think back to my days as a college athlete playing volleyball. And to be fair, I was never actually that good uh, in college. And (laughs) I am reminded this year in particular of one of my bigger faults as a volleyball player, which was committing too early. I'd see the other team's hitter jump up for her set, get ready to spike, and then boom, I would have misread the signs, shot left in preparation of a cross-court shot when the hitter sees me moving too early and decides to spike it down the line on the other side of the court. By clinging too closely to what I thought was going to happen, I'd miss the chance to respond to what was actually happening. Have you ever done the same thing? You get this idea in your head of how things are going to go. You make a plan and then you find yourself just clinging to that plan against all reason, even when the conditions around you have changed entirely. That is no way to live. And 2020 reminded me of that. Agility is what enabled our small but mighty team to come together, throw out everything we had planned for the year. Actually, it threw us out because everything we had planned for the year just became impossible almost overnight and pivot quickly to roll out our new virtual offerings, hired, level up, and speak up. It's what inspired us to listen to you, our listeners, our community members through surveys, a series of online forums that we hosted at the very start of this crisis that you can still find on YouTube, through the focus groups that we hosted to respond mindfully and make sure that we can make ourselves as useful as possible to you and your changing needs, both personally and professionally. Preparation, I have to remind myself, it's a good start, no doubt, but agility is what matters most when the world around you changes. And As the saying goes, the only constant is change. Lesson number two is that we must learn to breathe while holding our breath. So much of this year has been defined by waiting. We waited at home in quarantine. We waited to see how bad things would get economically and otherwise. We waited for the vaccine testing and rollout. Hell, we're still waiting, wondering, hoping, wishing for a time when things will feel like they're back to normal, whatever that means. But despite putting our lives on hold, time just marches mercilessly on. Even when we feel absolutely overflowing with uncertainty, life has the audacity of just continuing. And 
Honestly, for so much of this year, I felt like I was just holding my breath. I was tense, alert, alarmed, paralyzed with overwhelm, frozen from the the overwhelming anxiety and uncertainty. But you can't do much when you're holding your breath like that. You can't think clearly. You can't move forward. You can't respond mindfully if you're in a state of panic. So this year, this very continuously intense year taught me to keep breathing even when I was holding my breath. I learned to radically accept the uncertainty, to lean into the discomfort of it all, feel the frustration and fear, and just do my damn best. I think I I found a way to give myself newfound permission to refocus on whatever I could control, right? Even when many, many, many things were definitively out of my control. And as a leader at work, this was especially important for creating space for calm, focused, driven effort. Together, the Bossed Up team and I broke down our challenges into smaller, incremental steps forward, really experiments that we move forward with. And we always were moving the goalpost a tad closer, right? No more year-long plans. Let's talk about week-long or month-long plans. And... We teamed up, right? We felt all the feelings we were feeling together. Fear, anger, frustration, vulnerability. We made it okay to acknowledge those harsh realities. Take a deep breath and just focus on what we could control. Breathing through uncertainty, as strange as it sounds, helped remind us that whether or not we freeze, life keeps moving. So we better get busy living because life is going to live on without us if we don't. And finally, the third biggest lesson I learned in 2020 is a lesson I continuously seem to relearn over the past decade in particular, and that is none of us get where we're going alone. This year, I personally leaned on the Bossed Up community more than ever. I delegated, and I mean really delegated. I counted on Ellie and Kirby, our incredible full-time staff who I hired my first full-time staff member, Ellie, in January, and and Kirby joined the team March 1st. Like, the timing was pretty intense. But I leaned on them. I counted on them to create order out of chaos, to bring their A-game, to reinvent Bossed Up alongside me in the face of this pandemic, and they crushed it. Despite never having enough time or resources to do things perfectly, Together, we made progress incrementally and diligently. We were committed to each other and to Bostop's broader mission and community, and that is what kept us going. And then after a few months of fine-tuning hired, our job search accelerator, personally, that I, I rolled out and created starting in March, I brought on two and soon to be three new job search coaches, Jacqueline and Yanil, to support our job seekers through our program's weekly accountability calls and personalized coaching that pairs with all the recorded video-based curriculum and lessons that I created and recorded to create such a personalized, engaging, and incredibly valuable program to job seekers who are navigating arguably one of the most intense and uncertain job markets in our lifetime. And bringing on our our hired coaches, Jacqueline and Yanil, combined with bringing on more members of the Bossed Up Trainer team in order to support our Level Up Leadership Accelerator with both 
curriculum development, and training delivery for our emerging women leaders on the rise means that 2020 has been a banner year for expanding the team of talented bosses that our community gets to learn from. And you've heard from many of them here on the Bossed Up podcast over the year, too. And I would be remiss to gloss over this summer's racial reckoning that recentered our nation's attention on the movement for Black Lives. At that time, we began collaborating with even more creators of color in our community through podcast and Instagram takeovers, passing the mic to amplify Black voices more intentionally as we developed our broader company-wide diversity, inclusion, and anti active anti-racism initiatives, which, by the way, I'll be reflecting on and reporting back on the progress we made this year in the next couple of weeks here on the podcast and on the blog and in in Bossed Up's email list. Um, Lots of exciting progress made, but also lots of lessons learned and ways we can continue to improve. I feel like I'm surrounded now more than ever by such incredibly talented and a diverse array of coaches, trainers, and leaders in the Bossed Up community because we've spent the last seven years connecting, keeping up with each other, watching each other rise, learn, and grind our way to this wild year. And this year, I finally enlisted their support of trainers and coaches in our community in a truly robust way. I finally asked for the help that I needed to serve our community best. And speaking of our community... I am truly humbled by how our listeners like you, our blog readers, our followers on social media showed up for us this year. To every one of you who tuned in for a webinar, listened to a podcast like this one, weighed in to support someone in the Courage community on Facebook, commented on our Instagram, purchased a Life Tracker planner, joined a focus group to help guide our pivot or voted on a charity in one of our quarterly profit-sharing donations that we're making, or enrolled, of course, in one of our new programs, thank you. You are the reason I'm recording this podcast right now. You are the reason our virtual doors are still open. You turned up when we needed you most to help spread the word about what we had to offer. And it is my honor to work hard to serve you and your goals each and every day. So thank you for making my dream job of helping bosses like you make your dream job a reality, something that I can continue working on. I will never take that for granted. I'm wishing you a happy, healthy new year. I am ready to close the book on 2020. I want to hear from you. What has this year taught you? Head to bossedup.org slash episode 293 to weigh in in the comments section or tag me on social media to chime in. You can find us on Instagram at bossedup.org or find me on everything at Emily Aries. Let's enter the new year with a newfound commitment to staying open, staying alert, staying awake, staying ready for anything and ready to tackle it together. Thanks, boss. 